Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 196 of the Codex Prime podcast for Tuesday, March 17, 2020. I am your host, Victor Omoyo, and with me, as always, is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's happening, everybody? Yeah, man, we are uh, broadcasting, uh, well, not broadcasting, but we're recording via Skype. Um, we're doing, um, you know, in, in light of the whole coronavirus uh, pandemic, a.k.a. Uh, COVID-19, um, we are taking uh, measures to uh, exercise social distancing uh, for the time being. So for the next uh, couple of weeks or so, we might we might do that. So we'll deliver our episodes via Skype. We'll post the video versions on Facebook and we'll have the audio versions available on SoundCloud, Spotify, and all other uh, podcast platforms. Um, for those who will, for those who want to check out our Skype episode, the video version on our Facebook page, which we'll I'll be posting posting it there. Uh, you can also leave comments as well, as well as any other uh, feedback, and we'll and Carl and I will scroll through and respond to whatever you guys leave us. Uh, so yeah, man, how have you been, man? Tired as fuck. <laughs> I'm still work. I- I'm still working. Um, I actually do have to go. So the the way my job is, I work. I am a peer mentor at a uh, day program for people with developmental disabilities. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you know, Buddha has shut down um, our day programs. So instead of just like going, you know, just losing out on work. Mm-hmm. We are actually we us day program staff are actually being sent to our residential uh, group our residential programs our group homes, and then we're spending the day there uh, just because usually you know our residents are at the day program, mm-hmm. so instead of having you know directors try to find staffing and all that, they just send us yep. over to them. So you know that lightens the load up a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and I'm still coming off my overnights, so I'm, I'm pretty, yeah, I'm, it's, it's my usual Tuesday. I got my, like, energy drink right here. Uh, I, I see that, man. And you're... Oh. Small perk, though. It's just regular soda mixed with energy drink. Just a small perk. Nice. Okay, so it's an overload of caffeine. Yeah. No! It's enough. It'll, it'll be enough to get me by. <laughs> All right, I, I got you. Yeah, yeah, man. I know it's uh, I know it's pretty, it's pretty crazy out there. And um, hopefully you and all the other uh, coworkers and everyone else, they're y'all taking precautions. You know, protecting yourselves and yeah, each other. You know, because yeah, yeah. my my hands have never been drier. Oh yeah, I hear you. Like I've I've never washed my hands as mu- as many times as I have in the past week and a half. Yeah, I, I, I kind of feel like... Uh, I do, but it's just like... Um, I, I'm, I hate to say this, but I'm really getting annoyed from washing my hands. No, I, I, I kind of feel the same way. I, I feel like uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in The Aviator, in that scene where like he's, he plays Howard Hughes and he has OCD, and he keeps washing his hands, he keeps scrubbing his hands with this bar of soap until he cuts himself. That's how. That's kind of how I feel. I mean, I try to moisturize as much as I can, but this is, I mean, it just is what it is. Mm. I mean, honestly, like I, you know, I watch the news, try to keep up somewhat with what's going on, but honestly, dude, thank God for memes, because the 
people with sense of humor and like it's just keeping my it's keeping my spirits up. Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 gonna make some jokes. I I know everybody's not gonna be too keen about it. I gotta I'm gonna make some jokes, but you know what? You need it's something just to keep spirits up during such a with all you know with all the negativity that's going on. You need to keep your spirits up somehow, some way. Absolutely, yeah. You know, it's um, you know, it, it's a dark time, and you know, this 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 pandemic is unlike anything that we've seen in our lifetimes, you know, for sure. And you know, you're looking at, um, and, I, and I've been keeping up with the with the news on this uh, outbreak and seeing how it's affected um, pretty much every facet of society, like schools, workplaces, you name it, entertainment, which we'll get into. Um, looking at the current stats right now with the the coronavirus, you know, officially known as COVID-19, um, the World Health Organization says that as of now, um, there are currently over 167,000 cases worldwide. Um, and you've got a total of uh, 6,606 deaths worldwide as of, as of today. Um, also, according to the Center for Disease Control, uh, as of today, the U.S. currently has a total of 4,226 cases with 75 deaths as of now. Um, and also, uh, there are currently 21 reported cases here in Rhode Island. So that, that, that's, a, that's a huge jump from the two that was first reported last week. Yeah. In a week. Yeah. Yeah, a week. And mind you, Rhode Island's the smallest state, so, you know. I mean, honestly, either one of us could have it and not even know it. It's true. Yeah. And, and, and that might sound like a joke to some, but, like, you know, all of us are potential carriers. So, like, even, even, yeah. if, even if we're not sick and we feel well, do you have other people out there who may be immunocompromised, like older people, elderly people, you know, just being around them that might get them sick because of like, you know, like droplets and all that like airborne pathogens. So yeah, it's, it's crazy. And plus like the, 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 the rate at how people get affected by this disease, it's like one person can affect like two to two and a half people. So in other words, this shit sucks. It absolutely does. Yeah. It absolutely does. And this shit sucks. Yeah, it absolutely does. And like, you know, people are panic buying uh, stuff. Like you go to the grocery stores. Like I went to Trader Joe's last week and like all the frozen vegetables and frozen foods were cleared out. Except out. except for the Yeah, except for the green beans for some reason. Those were left. But <laughs> but like, yeah, the bread was cleared so that's out. Green beans, though. <laughs> Yeah, like the bread was cleared out, like the eggs were cleared out, like just a lot of stuff. And now it's now it's gotten a little bit better. If you go to like if you go to stores, like if you get like supplies, and I think like stores are good at limiting people of how much toilet paper or wipes they can buy at once. Oh, my girl got up Saturday morning, like early Saturday morning. I mm-hmm. want to say it was. Just to get in line for Walmart for toilet paper at Walmart, mm. you yeah. had to get in line, and you was only allowed one pack. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're rationing out their supply. It has to be that way. Yeah, they're taking inventory. Yeah, like a, like my job, for instance. Yeah, they're taking inventory. Mm. Yeah. And and plus, like, but the weird thing though is like, of all the things, like, I still don't get it. Like, why toilet paper? Why are people freaking out over toilet paper of all things? 
Yeah, I didn't see diarrhea as one of the as one of the symptoms. Yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing like that related. I mean, maybe, maybe they like listened to like something like from like Fox News or something, and then they got freaked out like mass hysteria because it's like, yeah, because yeah, like toilet paper of all things that you want to hoard, like not water, not you know, like we got plenty of that. We yeah. we hoard water like it's nobody's business even if it's no virus or not we hoard water like there's no like it's nobody's business over here Mm -hmm. um toilet paper we actually like legit needed toilet paper (laughs) the second we find some like we're just gonna get whatever we can but yeah i mean i think we gonna be all right like i pretty much have like my own bathroom here like that's right next to the man cave you've been to miles before yeah I'm the only one who uses it, and I've pretty much been on the same one roll for, like, the past two weeks, so <laughs> kind of good on my <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's, 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 and I know that it's a struggle for some, too, and plus, like, I was looking at, um, I was just scrolling through Twitter, and I saw, uh, uh, Samoa Joe, and he was, like, he had, like, a little joke about the whole toilet paper craze, and he said that, you know, you know, as people, are, just paraphrasing his tweet, he said that as people are going out buying toilet paper all crazy, I sit on my bidet all smug and clean or something like that. And he showed a picture <laughs> of his bidet that he installed in his house. And from what I hear, bidets are the, are, are the thing that, you know, like we're actually, as Americans, we're behind on the curve. Yep, that I discovered, uh, I've heard I've heard the term bidet, but I never really knew what it was until I know you're getting ready to roll your eyes what? until an episode of 90 Day Fiance when oh, a girl Jesus. went over to Korea <laughs> and he was like, so she's like, oh my God, what is that? It's a beat. Well, he said beat it, but you know, mm-hmm. his Korean accent. He's like, it's a bidet. Like mm-hmm. my family's asshole was clean. Like, yeah. And it was just, it just became a joke after that. I'm like, that's what that is. Yeah, like, I hear that that's actually more hygienic than, like, toilet paper. Like, I hear that, like, that's... It's shit-cleaning asshole. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I, I suppose, like, the closest alternative here would be, like, baby wipes after the toilet paper wipe, you know? Yeah. But, um, but, but you know, it's it's one of those things that I guess, you know, we gotta culturally get on the curve. I mean, I, I, mean, I, wanna, I would try the experience to see what it's like. I mean... It kind of it makes me think of like the movie Demolition Man with the three seashells, and they never explain what the three seashells were. <laughs> and then like and then because when Sylvester Stallone used a bathroom, he's like, yeah, I only saw three seashells. I didn't see any toilet paper. And then they all laughed at him like, <laughs> like a caveman. <laughs> like oh yeah, they used toilet paper in the twenties, the twentieth century. I'm like wow, <laughs> I don't know. But uh, but yeah, man. Um, but yeah, man, this COVID nineteen thing is crazy. Like you're looking at um, how it's affected Rhode Island. Like colleges and universities and schools have closed down. Like I heard that uh, Brown, RISD, and Rick they closed down for the rest of the semester. Like they have actually shifted all their classes online. And URI, like they've shifted their classes for the next two weeks online. But it's likely that things might go the online route for the rest of the semester because it's like, well, do you really want to bring in so many people back to campus at once in the middle of this crisis? So, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's still up in the air. You want to stay safe, better safe than sorry. It's one of those cases. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
And then you look at sports, for example, and wrestling. Like, for example, the NCAA, they, they canceled March Madness. Well, actually, no. They, they, their March Madness tournament is going to continue, but it's going to have, like, a restrictive audience. So I guess it's going to be, like, like closed, like, personnel or, like, some fans, I guess. Like, maybe family. Um, the NBA, the NHL, they suspended, suspended the rest of their seasons. Um, XFL did, too. Yep. XFL. Yeah, three games. Three weeks. Yeah, like XFL. Yeah, yeah, three weeks, just three weeks at play, and, and you th- and you think about how much money McMahon, Vince McMahon, put up to bring back the XFL. But and the thing is, the XFL is actually going very well this this time around. Mm. Oh, is it? It's very yeah, it's pretty. It's very well received. Like a lot of the sport, uh, sports groups and football groups I'm in, like they have. XFL game threads. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have already chosen their favorite teams and stuff. Like I watched, I watched one XFL game, but I wasn't really like that into it. Like I, it was on while I was at work, so you know, obviously I'm working and yeah. I can't really like watch TV like that. But um, mm-hmm. like I just had it on in the background, so I couldn't really like sit down to pay attention to it. I still don't even have a favorite team. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I've I've heard do you, like do you think that um the current XFL that, that what you've seen is it better than what it was back in the, like two thousand one, or is like kind of like, yeah because it's its own thing yeah like you're not seeing yeah you're not seeing Michael Cole doing football commentary you know you're yeah. not seeing Roman Reigns doing an intro Big to it they they had their oh. Yeah, <laughs> you uh, you're not seeing the big dog on the back of somebody's jersey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, um, yeah, yeah. It's like mandatory. I have to do that. I'm sorry, but um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's a whole new different. It's something that's much more taken serious. It's much. It's taken. It's. It's taken seri- more seriously than it did back in uh, 2000, 2000, 2001, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it, it kind of seems like a, a good, like, not 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 so much maybe an alternative, but also like a good follow-up. <laughs> yeah, like a good... That's what, yeah, that's what it is. Because, I mean, you can't call it competition because mm. it comes on when the NFL season. Yeah. So, like, after the NFL so season. It, they're not competing, so it's just like it's just an extra alternative. It's just an extra alternative. Yeah, kind of like that, like extra, like bonus content, like for NFL fans. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. From what I see, people, yeah, people are legitimately enjoying it. They were, they were enjoying it. Nice. Interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see like how XFL uh, progresses in the future. You know, once things like get back to normal. Um. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe maybe Carolina could uh, like shift the Panthers to the XFL. Maybe they'll have a chance to win some games. Kyle, anyway. <laughs> leave me leave. I mean, I mean, first of all, leave Kyle alone. I know. I know. He's still going through it. I know. Cam Newton's getting treated. Oh really? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, they're not saying when, but they're shopping for teams right now. But they already got. But the Panthers already got a new quarterback. Okay. Yes, so being a true fan, Kyle is with that team 
no matter who's the quarterback. And speaking of which, yeah, Victor, my friend, what's up? Today is a day that we have waited twenty years for. <laughs> yeah, tell him, tell him, Carl. It is over. O v e r. What's over, Carl? Tom Brady is no longer a New England Patriot. Yes, that is correct, man. And everywhere, Patriots fans are crying salty tears as they are self-isolating at home in their uh, Brady jerseys. And I love it. I'm here for every moment of it. Um, Yeah, Tom Brady, 20 years as a part of the Patriots. Uh you know, playing and winning and maybe some might say cheating his way to six Super Bowl rings under the Definitely. Most of, he's cheated and most of his victories were won by kickers. Oh, yeah. That, that's a good way of putting it, too. Yeah. But anyway, it's <laughs> now it's time for the real motherfuckers to show up. About 80%. A Patriot, and I, I, we had a conversation about this today when the news broke mm-hmm. at work. 80% of quote-unquote Patriot fans are there because of Brady. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, they're... What to do with themselves. A lot of them don't even know um, who the who was the starting quarterback before Bledsoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the majority... You get about a good 20% sprinkled there. You know, yep. a little sprinkled in there, but yeah, it, it's a lot of people don't even they don't even they don't even know what to do with themselves. But then I saw a funny I saw a funny tweet earlier and it said, "Well, Tom Brady has left, and there's not a bar open on St. Patrick's Day. Boston is Ooh. not okay. No, they are not." Yeah, that's like that's like throwing salt in the wound, man. Yeah, you you yeah, can't. Yeah. I saw another one that said COV COVID nineteen has single handedly destroyed twenty twenty. Tom Brady, hold mm. my beer. <laughs> yeah, man. Like Tom Brady has been like the the Jesus, the Buddha, the the Gandhi, the. The everything, the alpha and the omega of Patriots fans for the past two decades. You know, you look at, you know, like people, even even among our crew, like, you know, like Aris and Maurice and like Furman. What are they going to do with themselves now? I mean, I mean, and, 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 and as you've been saying, well, you know. Maurice could go back to being a 49er fan like he was before. Okay. That's, you know, Say, fight me, Maurice. We argue about this all the time. <laughs> Uh, Lord knows what the fuck Harris is going to do. The rest <laughs> of them are going to do. I'll, I'll give them two years, and then they'll be ready to turn in their jerseys. Man, that's that's fair. But, you know, they actually still listen, so, but there's going to be a huge, there's going to be a huge decline in fandom, in fandom now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's going to be a huge decline, and um, and as you've been saying, it's like, you know, who are the true fans? How many fans are going to stick around after Brady's departure? And 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 will the Patriots slip back to losing like they did, you know, in the '90s and before that? Yeah, it's it's I can I see that happening. 
Yeah. I see it happening. You see, this is when true fandom starts because of me, I'm a Cowboys fan. No matter who the quarterback is, no matter good times or bad, you stick with that. Not bad times. Mm-hmm. Hey, <laughs> you stick with that. You stick with that. Yeah. That's true fandom. Yeah, you know, um, yeah, true fandom indeed. And also, you know, you, you'll look at uh, the question, like, will the Patriots be the Dallas Cowboys of New England like they were before? You know, the, will, time will tell because... First of all, they weren't even the Dallas Cowboys. They were the Cleveland Browns. That's how bad they were. Ouch, that sounds Before Kraft, you know how many times just within that decade that they switched owners? How many times? Well, probably about a good three or four. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, Before no. crack, yeah, they they switched the, yeah they switched on us many times. Wow, well, hey, well, uh, maybe uh, this will be a whole new uh, era for Patriots fans. Let's see how many turn in their jerseys. Maybe maybe they can do something more constructive. Maybe they can actually you know read more books, you know, take up different hobbies, watch something else. You know, there, there, there's a bigger world than just you know, you know foosball or whatever you call it you know what it's called stop <laughs> or madden ball or I, I, see i don't i don't know these things carl <laughs> yeah i don't know these things you fucking bougie ass <laughs> <laughs> oh man but um oh also <laughs> Vic. Yeah, oh shit here we go nah i just breathe in wrong <laughs> I know, like, I know. Get the hazmat suits. Oh, I'm in the danger zone. <laughs> yeah, what's up? April 12th. April 12th, huh? Our show is back on. Oh, is you talking about Insecure? Insecure, the trailer came out. Oh, man. Yo, it's it's been a while, man. Insecure, that's uh, that's that show, man. Yo, uh, as they say, Lawrence Hive or or Issa Hive, um, man. Well, they cool now, so I guess the Civil War is over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, have you seen the trailer? I haven't seen the trailer yet, but uh, uh yeah, there's there's gonna be some interesting, uh, you know, a lot of return cat, you know, a lot of characters returning. I'm interested to see where their lives went. Mm-hmm. Um. New characters develop because I'm not I'm not trying to spoil it, but you gotta see it. You gotta see the trailer. Okay. It's out now. But. All right, I'm a, I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna check it out. I mean, I mean, because Insecure is a it's it's a dope show. Um, even though like it's a show that ha- that has a lot of unlikable characters, but you still care about them. Like for example, like you know, like like pretty much most of Issa's friends, like. Yeah, they're all kind of a hot mess on some level. Like Molly, she's got her issues. Like she's too bougie. Um, what's her What's her friend like? The the one played by Natasha, something or other. I forget her last name. She's like one of the writers of the show. Um, oh man! Yeah, I know it, who you're talking about the heavy set one. Who, yeah. Who did the Yeah, let me. Let, um, okay, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. Kelly. Kelly, yeah. Um, yeah. I love Kelly. You Kelly know, is like. I would love to hang out with Kelly, and I probably have the time of my life. See, that's the thing. I'm the I'm the op. It's yeah, Natasha Rothwell. Yeah. See, I'm the opposite. Yeah. I'm the opposite. Like I 
I don't like Kelly as a as a like. Here's the thing. It's it's so weird because Kelly is so damn unlikable. She's rude as shit. Like she's just she's just oh, oh oh I'm just being honest. I just keep it real. No, you're just an asshole. You're just an asshole with a loud mouth. Fuck you. Like 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 who are you to be this bougie? God damn it. I'm praying to God for one character to show up. The actor who plays him is Tristan J. Winger. Tristan J. Winger. Sounds familiar. Um, let, me, let me look at the cast. Tristan J. Winger. Oh, Thug Yoda. Yes. Bear Bears, man. <laughs> hey, we watching the Bear Bears. Oh, man. She was like, oh, I feel so sorry for your daughter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Da- yeah, I- I'm on... Brock Pot, the Brock Pot. Brock Pot. Damn, you know what? Brock Pot, WWE should capitalize on that. Come on, Lesnar. I mean, George Foreman Grill, Brock Pot, it's money right there. It's money to be made. <laughs> you, got, you got something. Yeah, man. All right. So, Insecure coming back, y'all. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, you know, you know, I'm, I'm, I mean, I like Issa. I like Lawrence. Hopefully, they'll figure it out, you know. Hope maybe separately, uh, but we'll see. Um, you know, looking and, and speaking of uh, other, speaking of hot messes, um, let's talk about WrestleMania 36. Yeah, man. Uh, God, here we go. So, yeah, uh, WrestleMania 36. Taking solo monster. <laughs> go ahead. So yeah, WrestleMania 36. Um, uh, it was originally scheduled to take place at the Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, Florida, but Tampa, Florida, uh, uh, put the kibosh on that. Well, actually, after giving Vince McMahon a week to make up his mind, so uh, WrestleMania will be moving to the WWE Performance Center in front of a empty arena. And so it's going to be an empty venue. Um, there's only going to be quote unquote essential personnel present, according to WWE's official uh, press release. Um, this is going to be automatically the strangest WrestleMania uh, in history. That's for damn sure. Correct. Um, because you're, Correct. you're because you're used to the spectacle, like it's the granddaddy of them all. You're used to like the the tens of thousands in attendance, only only for it to be at their training facility. And I think I, I was I was I was looking at some videos uh, from Wrestle Talk, another YouTube channel, and um, one of their hosts, Ali Davis, actually came up with a pretty interesting idea of how they could go about it. Um, one idea is that since since it'll be taking place at the PC, what what they can what WrestleMania could do is they can actually pre-tape the the event, but kind of like make it a little more dynamic, a little more dramatic. So, so kind of like something that you see in like say Lucha Underground. Where it's kind of like filmed more like a yeah. like a cross hybrid between a, an actual wrestling show and like a movie, so to speak. Make it a little more dramatic than your than your typical wrestling show. That way, you can like kind of be a little more creative with the presentation, and also you can kind of shorten the time because I don't think anybody wants to sit and look at the PC for like six to seven hours, man. I don't think that, 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 that that's not a fun it time. It probably, probably would go by fast. Deep. Uh, a lot of that time is mainly entrances. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, honestly, me, this this does hurt. 
this hurts a lot, you know, because mm. it's a tradition in my life for as long as I can remember. Like, we even enjoyed a couple of WrestleMania. We, we yep. Awesome. So, yeah, just getting caught up in this today, like, gave me a more optimistic look on it. Because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, because of this whole thing that, you know, because of the coronavirus going on, like, this, and Lord knows how long it does go on, this could be just the way we watch for a while. True, yeah. Because you look at, um, uh-huh. yeah, because, like, and, oh, yeah, and, and also, too, like, it shows that the, uh, the PC is, like, a, is a lucky investment for WWE, especially at this time, because can you imagine if they didn't have the PC? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then, like, okay, I'm, I'm looking at this, the and like, it makes me think of when they still had SmackDown after 9-11. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, it's like, Somehow, some way, like he's still, he's still giving us something mm-hmm. because we don't have anything else. Right. No, all sports is that have ended, so it's like, all right, we have some, we have something to look forward to. We still we get something. Like the WWE is literally trying their best to get you know the best out of a bad situation can't not that yeah yeah i mean i agree and it's like it's like they've they've spent their you know a good amount of time like you know building up the 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 event and like from the since the royal rumble building up the storylines and you have like big returns like edge coming back for the first time since 2011 um you got uh, Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre, and I feel I feel for Drew McIntyre because like he he busted his ass to make this big return, only to an empty arena. Damn. Yeah, it just shortens it in. At a way you wrestle for, and this was something I learned with from when during my. at the PC, he said, no matter who you are. You're working for a WrestleMania moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because like, and it's like, imagine this is somebody. This could be somebody's first WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's on the car. Can't think of anybody right now. And and it's it's like training. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at um like uh, Drew McIntyre. That's his first time in the main event, um, or one of the main events. Uh, Rhea Ripley, Shayna Baszler. Um. Yeah, like it's it's so funny. It's like they they're they're gonna showcase their their talents on the biggest stage of them all. Only it's like, oh, I'm at the PC. It's where I've been before. It's like it's like it's like it's like where it all begins again, literally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Kevin Owens did a good job selling uh, like his match with Seth. Seems mm-hmm. like listen, well, well, well if you. Promo on Raw when he was saying like you know what I'm glad it's at the PCs because this was where 
highlights of WWE Superstar. You got it. You know, I met all these people, people who told me not that I couldn't make it. Mm-hmm. Like you said, Ron, so we're going to go back to where I'm home, to where that. And I'm like, you know what? Good job, you know, good job on that, Kevin. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, like, it's, yeah, it's like a good way of like, re- go ahead. yeah, it's like a good way of like, uh, kind of like reconnecting history, you know, to the present. Yeah, so, um, it, it's gonna be interesting. Yeah. It, it's gonna be interesting, but you know, and at the end of the day, first of all, one thing, Vince does work best when he's backed into a corner. You know, many people have seen it, but and this is a lot of stuff that I heard from Busted Open this morning. Mm-hmm. They, it, Bubba was saying, like, I've seen this firsthand. Vince works best when he's backed into a corner. Mm-hmm. And we've seen it before. So it's like, who knows what good this comes out. And honestly, still, like, this, this is going to be history. We're never going to forget this. No, not at all. And like, and you think about like, not just this, but like years from now, if we look at it, you know, from a historical perspective, it's going to be like, where were you? What were you doing during this point in history during this, during 2020? And it's like, it's it's like, cause it's it's such a surreal time. Cause it's like, man, it's like, it's like we're living history. Like as we speak, like the chapters are being written every day and yeah. Yeah. And, and you're looking at, um. And I'm I'm just I'm I'm like like a lot of like uh, tweets and comments that I've seen. I too am looking forward to the WWE 24/7 documentary on this WrestleMania 36. That's gonna be so interesting. Oh, that's gonna be fire. Yeah, that's gonna be a fascinating watch. And speaking of fire documentaries, yeah. Oh, Dark Sided Ring is. Oh. Yeah. They showed a, yeah, they showed a trailer for the first episode, which is gonna be a two-hour premiere, mm-hmm. and the story is gonna be Chris Benoit. They oh. are starting this with a bang. bang. Oh man, Dark Side of the yeah, Ring, so, Chris Benoit. Yeah, so uh, the people who I saw from the trailer that are gonna be in it is uh, Jericho, Vicky Guerrero, David Benoit. Is gonna be in it. Um, Sandra Trof- Sandra Tofaloni. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. That's uh, Nancy Benoit's sister. And you know, there's gonna be like a host of others that are gonna be in it. But um, it showed one scene where Jericho. If you are actually gonna watch this with the eyes glorifying a murderer, turn it off now. Mm-hmm. So this gonna be shit that's gonna be said in that documentary. I can't wait for next Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be a. Yes, it's, it's, it's gonna be a, like a really fascinating and really depressing watch because like I remember where I was when I heard the news. Um, yeah, back in '07, and yeah, man, like Benoit. Benoit's name is like that's like the scarlet letter of professional wrestling. Very good, very good book. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, it pretty it pretty much is. But um, yeah, I'm really looking. I'm, I'm looking. 
there's still stuff on TV, but it's just live sports. And I watched the I watched the Tic Tac Toe Championships. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Oh, but I did see. Let me ask though. What was your okay? I know you've been on the Twitter machine a lot. You know, with this whole thing going on, like yeah. What has been your face? Some of your favorite memes that you've seen. Um, I haven't come across a lot of memes um, about the about the the virus, the COVID nineteen. But my favorite one that made me laugh out loud was the one I posted in the Codex UWO chat from Kayfabe News uh, about how God finally gets revenge for 2006 loss to McMahon. <laughs> that that had me rolling. I was like, oh, that was the money one. But uh, but yeah, man. Getting back to uh, the discussion here. Um, yeah, you were uh, looking up some memes about the COVID-19. Oh, my goodness. And, and uh, uh, Tom Brady pretty much stole the damn internet. Confirm no live matches on NXT tomorrow. Okay, yeah. What is it going to be, like an interview show? Mm. All right. Patriots. It, it, I mean, oh, Kevin Durant has te- tested positive for uh, COVID-19. Oh, shit, man. Yeah. This corona shit this corona shit is getting serious and life's too short and if we got beef oh, I just wanna say fuck you from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> yeah, man. And plus like speaking and that's of, real. That is real. And speaking of which, uh, you know, there were news like like Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson uh were uh were tested positive. Idris Elba was also tested positive. Elba. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, man, this 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 shit, this shit is fucking up the world, man, and I don't like it one bit. Nah. It's explaining to me that I can't go that I can't spray my coworkers with Lysol. Oh my god, yo, I saw I saw this news clip like um and and, and I swear like it, I think it was in it was it must have been in like Memphis like or or Missouri I think it was Memphis where like there were like um. It was like a like a, a a shot of some father sp- literally spraying down his son, his teenage son, with a whole can of Lysol, spraying it in his face and everything. I saw that. And I'm like, you're you're, you're just poisoning your kid. You know that, right? <laughs> you're just making him more vulnerable. Pretty to COVID-19. much. Yeah. Imagine what if what if it gets in his eyes? Yup. If it gets in his eyes, if it gets in his lungs, it's like you just made him more vulnerable to get the actual disease. Come on now. <laughs> oh man. And yeah, it's. It's, oh, wait. It's just... There was a good. Okay, there was a good one, and I think I saved it on one of the group chats. Yeah, it was posted in one of the group chats that I'm in. See, now I'm going through this on my iPad. Yep. Oh, come on. Right. Here we go. All right, here we. Please, I know I posted it. Oh, okay. Here's one for whoever started this game at the beginning of 2020. Please finish it quickly. And it's a picture of Jumanji. <laughs> yeah, man. It, this this feels like yeah. This whole thing feels like a cruel joke. Like somebody put this put, put life on ultra hard difficulty just just to see how it would mess with the, like oh, people. Not. Yeah. 
But um, but yeah, man. Okay. My man, my manager. One last one. Yeah. My manager went on an eight-week sabbatical on January 25th, and him and his wife rented a cabin in North Carolina, in the North Carolina woods, and didn't bring no type of technology with them so they could enjoy each other's company. Home dude's been to come back to pure hell. He even know Kobe gone. Oh my God, that's that. Wow, it's, it's like you might as well have reemerged from a coma. And it's yeah, it's 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 insane. It's absolutely insane. But yeah, getting back to um, how uh, uh, COVID nineteen is affecting wrestling. Like for example, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Like this month. March was supposed to be their New Japan Cup tournament. It's all gone. Completely scrapped. Yep. Yeah, they canceled all their dates. Nope. AEW actually just... Yeah, AEW just actually announced that they're going to be... Um, they're going to be basically doing the same thing that WWE's going to be doing. Yep. And... Yes. Like... In the famous words of Tony Stark, Earth is closed. Yes, it is. It is closed um, until further notice. Yeah, like looking at AEW's schedule, like like tomorrow is supposed to be their show in Rochester, New York, where they were supposed to reveal the Exalted One. Um, that's been pushed back from March 18th to July 8th. Uh, you got their Newark, New Jersey uh-huh. show that was for, that's that's been pushed back from March 25th to July 22nd, and their upcoming Boston Mass show, which was going to be on April 15th. That's been pushed back to August fifth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's still sold. I, well, I think it's sold out anyway. So I was gonna say, hey, we still got time, fellas. Yeah. And and hof- hopefully restrictions will be lifted, so you know crowds can actually fill up uh, venues without without any big risks uh, of spreading the disease. But even then, that's unlikely too, according to reports from the CDC and uh, World yeah. Health Organization. But we'll see. Yeah. This is- yeah, they said this thing can lead into like the summer. Oh yeah, and even beyond that, like real like realistic estimates uh, say that this might stick around for like a year, a year and a half, and, and that's mainly. Oh, be- God. Everybody just start spraying Lysol in the air. Yeah, and that's mainly because that's how long it would take to develop a vaccine and actual you know uh, treatments. So this yeah, is that would actually work. That would actually work. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're we're in it for the long haul, uh, unfortunately. And also, you're looking at um, the film industry, too. Like, all movie theaters have closed until further notice nationwide. Um, like, Regal. Like, Regal cl- closed all their theaters uh, today. Um, AMC Theaters, they're closing all their theaters for the, for the next 6 to 12 weeks. Um, Showcase Cinemas, uh, they closed all their theaters as of yesterday. Um, but they expect to resume uh, by April 7th. Um, and also all the showcase subscribe memberships, um, those are placed on hold as we speak. Um, but what's interesting is that some studios, because because of the, the, the theater closings, they're actually moving their current theatrical releases to video on demand. So, for example, you got uh, The Invisible Man, which just came out a couple weeks ago. That's going to be available to rent this Friday, like on Amazon and like iTunes and other platforms for 20 bucks. You can rent it for two days. Mm-hmm. Yep, that uh, I saw. I saw Black Widow got pushed back to. The, I didn't. I just saw the tweet. I didn't know the exact date, but mm-hmm. yeah, they pushed that back. Yep. Um, 
Yeah, pretty much there's no, yeah, like nothing. They, yeah, everything's just been pushed back. Yeah, yeah. And um, and even um, also like Birds of Prey, that's actually coming out on the 24th, available to, to purchase, and it's going to be available for rent next month. So it's like the theatrical to home video uh, window has been like closed pretty much. And, and you hear that, Jim Savard? <laughs> yeah. So he so Jim will get to enjoy Black uh, Birds of Prey from the comfort of his home again. Um, but yeah, I'm looking at this article from Deadline, and it lists like all the productions that are currently uh, delayed or pushed back. Um, yeah. Like for example, Disney uh, they've put a hold on all the Avatar sequels, part, like parts two and three. Um, they were supposed to finish this spring, but that's that's actually been put on hold. Um, Marvel's uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, that They suspended production last week on the 12th. Um, it was in production since last month. Uh, looking Eternals, down. Eternals, I believe. Because Eternals is not even out yet. Yeah, Eternals is scheduled for November. Well, um there was a, there was supposed to be a reboot of Honey I Shrunk the Kids from Disney. Um, it was it's called Shrunk and it stars Josh Gad and Rick Moranis. That's been put on hold. Um, it's, it's, it would be so nice to see Rick Moranis too. Yeah, like Rick Moranis, he actually kept a low profile after those uh, Honey I Shrunk the Kids movies. Well, yeah, that's because he actually left me. He quit the movie industry because his wife was uh, dying of cancer. Oh wow, that was. And amazing. then she, and then he just stuck around just to like raise his kids. Oh wow, wow that's... yeah, he just kept a little profile on them. But now I guess his kids are grown, so they're like, all right, well, you can, you know, I guess he can. He's in a space where he can come back. Oh yeah, absolutely. And with the you know nostalgia being the big wave, like people, it'll be like he never left, yeah, basically. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Yep. And I think I saw a recent picture from him. He pretty much looks the same. He aged a bit, but mm. like he pretty much looks the same. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Also, um, looking at a uh, Mission Impossible Seven. Uh, that was actually filming in Italy, and they've shut down that production uh, until further notice. <laughs> yeah. Um. What else? Uh, I'll just throw the whole Italy. Just throw the whole movie away. Yeah, I feel for Italy, man, because they're going through it like rough. Yeah, um, yeah no. Looking at um, Jurassic World Dominion, um, that's halted production. Uh, it's been production in in Hawaii since February 25th. Um, the Matrix 4, which is like this supposed to be the Matrix reboot, that's been put on hold. Um, the Wachowski's doing that? Yeah, I think I think so. Oh, yeah. Either. Either they're directing or I think they're just writing it. I, I, I'm not sure. I have to look it up. Um, Robert Pattinson's Batman movie. This, they've, they've stopped production for two weeks. Um, so they might relocate production from London to Liverpool, England. Um, and yeah, that's that's pretty much it for the big, uh, for the big releases uh, that are still uh, filming right now. Yeah. But, but, but it makes you... This shit sucks. It's it absolutely sucks, but like it kind of makes you think like with with like uh with these the current theatrical releases moving to like video on demand and rental, it kind of some people say that that might that might be a signal of like a big paradigm shift 
like maybe like changing a business model, like making movies available sooner or making movies available in the theater and available for rent at the same time. So like the $20 that you would pay at home would be like a convenience fee, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. But mm, I don't know. I, honestly, I still prefer still prefer going to movies. Oh, I mean, yeah. I don't go as much, but you know the social the social aspect of it. I I, I always enjoyed. Yeah, like there's something about like being in that space, like watching a same movie with other people. Like you you feel that same energy, you know, like like yeah. being, like being excited or being sad about a scene or like you know laughing in a comedy. And plus, like all and plus too, like if you if 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 studios switched from uh, theater to like a strictly like video on demand service, then they, they they would lose a lot of money because like one person can invite like ten of their friends to their house, and there you go. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so I don't think if you think about it that way, the, the movie theater business will that probably never die because yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah, I think the yeah the the theater industry is gonna be here to stay. Like they're gonna be they're gonna evolve over time, and I think they are. Like with the subscription services, like that's a good yeah yeah that's a good way of like staying relevant too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like yeah, film film's taking a hit. Um, video games, as you know, like we as I, as I posted on our face, Facebook page, E three totally canceled this year. Now there's an alternative that they can do. Just put up an online showcase of just trailers from a studio yep exactly yeah then, 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 boom there, there's your issue with that i mean it sucks for people to not get like you know the conference you know experience yep because e3 has gone on my, has gone on my bucket list excuse me but like you know, in this situation, you know, I understand, but mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully, hopefully, you know, this thing will die down quick. Yeah, hopefully quicker than estimates uh, suggest. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And, and plus, too, like with E3, like I, I think I think like this kind of shows how E3 is not quite the like the big, viable, relevant conference it used to be. Because like if you look at Nintendo, like for the past several years, they've done like Nintendo Direct. Like they've done their own thing, presenting their own trailers like on their own. And Sony's been kind of shifting to that same model too in, in the past couple of years. Um, I can see, but alternatively, I can also see E3 sticking around, maybe like shifting their focus to like smaller and indie developers. So like they can use E3 like for the name recognition to get their names out there. So that could be a good use for them. Yeah. But like for the big companies like Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, they could probably like do their own thing and, you know, not really need E3. Yeah. No, I say, yeah, they're the bigger companies. They got the money. They got the money to hold their own stuff. And, you know, conventions too, like, I know um, mm-hmm. there's been a lot of conventions that just completely shut completely shut down. Uh, Emerald City Comic Con, I believe there's one was one Ace mm-hmm. Comic Con in New York, in um, Boston. Yeah, they shut you know they completely shut down, and I've been on their mailing list for a while now. And it was having a, they had like a pretty decent like lineup too. So I'm just as a right my big New York New York and Rhode Island. Oh, I'm praying for it because there's some people that you know that I want to meet that's gonna be there. Mm-hmm. Like I would love to. Like Kane's gonna be there. I want to get 
that picture that picture I took with him years ago. I want to get that picture signed. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm actually trying to find a freaking <laughs> Walking Dead number two, which mm-hmm. was the first appearance of Carl because um, Chandler Riggs is gonna be there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so sign that, and you know, obviously you can see in the back. I'm get, I'm into like getting CGC slaps and stuff. Yep. And Lord knows who else is gonna be there. Oh, the dude um. Oh God, he wrote freaking Death is Superman, but he's gonna be there. Oh, nice. Yeah. Brett Breeding. Okay. Brett Breeding. Yeah. So, yeah, there's gonna be a lot of things going on too, and it's just like I just don't want to miss out any out of any of them. But you know, being quarantined in this house, I saw I saw a meme that just said, "Man, this is what introverts have prayed for." <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I saw, I, saw, I saw a bit of that too. Yeah, like, uh, like, like. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe I'll start The Witcher Three. Hey. Maybe. Hey. I mean, I have it, but if it's cheap. I mean, Witcher Three is worth playing through. Like, that's an excellent game. Like the story, that's like one of the best I've played in the game. Dude, they have a release date for Ghost of Tsushima. Yes, June. Yeah. Please uh, tell me that won't be affected. I hope not. Let me let me look it up. Ghosts of. Look at look at it. You got yeah. Let's see. Ghost of Tsushima. So yeah, it's still scheduled for release June twenty sixth. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely get that. Also, The Last of Us Part Two. I've been waiting for that for years. I'm gonna get that. Post haste. That that comes out May. So, Last of Us Part Two, May 29th. So yeah, just like a month month uh, apart from each other. So yeah. Uh, well, I mean, but I mean, some are still like open and stuff. So I think we're I think we'll be okay in that aspect. Yeah, yeah. I think um, and and plus, if if worse comes to worse, they can always release the games di- digitally. But it's just not the same. You know what I mean? It'd be nice to have like a physical I, copy. Yeah, of the I don't. Game. I don't want to go. I don't ever want to switch digital. You know, mm. I love my physical media. Same here. Yeah, man. Yeah, but, that's another. That, that. Yeah, that's another. You know, that could be for another episode. But oh, yeah. I can actually see us having a lengthy, a lengthy debate on that one. But I'm all for. I'm all for physical media. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And and like. Like uh like like digital media is convenient, but like physical media, like when you have like an actual collection, you can pour through like the artwork, just how it looks, like aesthetically. Like there's you can't beat that. Like especially like record collectors, for example. Like some of the records, some record collectors are like dope. And even if you're not a fan of the artists, like just looking at the artwork alone, it's just it like, is. it's like pretty dope. Yeah, like the CGCs, like oh, uh, can you CGC my digital copy of Spawn? It's like well, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the same. Exactly. Now. That's why. Yeah, the comic book industry will never die because of that. Yeah, I mean, well, as they say, never say never. But you know, books have been around for literally hundreds of years, so I think we're safe there. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I think we're, yeah, we're gonna be good on that one. So. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, but um, but yeah, man. So, so yeah. But yeah, uh, this COVID nineteen. It's a bunch of bullshit. I hate it. 
It sucks, but people, as inconvenient as it sounds, wash your damn hands, uh, maintain proper social distancing, don't go out unless it's absolutely necessary, and please look out and be considerate of other people. There you go. Yeah. So, so yeah, man, uh, on to some other uh, happier stuff uh, to kind of, you know, bring some sunshine to the proceedings. I know you said that you were working on the book challenge, the Codex Prime Literary Challenge. Yeah, I'm still reading Harry Potter's in this. I'm still reading Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. So hopefully, hopefully I guess to be done with that one by the end of this week, and then it's just pretty much gonna be crunch time from there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel you, man. Yeah, like I, like I, I managed to finish uh, four books. Uh, this, this. You kiss my ass. <laughs> All right, I'm leave me alone. Hey man, you know like this, th- I've gotten an extra time because of you know all the chaos going on. So I'm like, you know what? Let, let me let me work through these uh, collections real quick. Oh, I, I mean, I also finished a fifth book, a graphic novel, uh, the the Fade Out. So you know, just just throwing that out there. You know, I I, I didn't post it yet on Facebook. You're done. You're done. You're done. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You're done. Yeah. You don't need anymore. <laughs> you don't need. You're good. You're good. You're good. Yeah. Still reading though. I, I, I got some of the books on my on my list though. But but yeah, man. Uh, it's 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 cool. Um, got some other books on my list. Um, just beyond the challenge, of course. Like in the months to come. Like I got a uh, few uh, trade paperbacks. I need to catch up on some comics. Um, I'm slightly behind. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've been on. I've been on. Uh, Jessica Jones is. Blind Spy has been. I have been enjoying that. Uh, that first story arc. So um, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be continuing too. Um, still working on my hip hop collection. It's getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. There's like some that I didn't even know about. <laughs> I'm just discovering. I'm like, God damn, it, I gotta get this one. Like, there's a Rocket Raccoon based on a Tribe Called Quest album, which the album name I can't think of right now. But, um. Hmm. Is it, uh, would it be like. Then there's a U.S. Oh, um. Actually, hold on. I can match. Because I actually just ordered it off of eBay today. Where is it? Oh, it's like low end theory. Right, yeah, or... I know I'm like st- I, I know I'm stalling. <laughs> no, not low end, th- not low end theory. Um, let me think. Oh, I ordered it. it. Would be like people's instinctive travels, or like midnight marauders. It wasn't midnight marauders. It was. Okay, I don't know if you can see that. Uh, oh, um, we got it from here. Thank you for your service. Yes. Okay, that's yes. that's their uh their their last album. Yeah, that's a dope album too, by the way. Yeah, if you haven't listened to it. Yeah, and then I think next I'm gonna do it was a U.S. Avengers, mm-hmm. but one superhero represents every state. Okay. And I think and one was like Puerto Rico and Puerto Rico, what do you call um 
Well, I you know I put it on my watch list. No, I actually looked at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's 54 of them. And guess who represents Rhode Island? Who represents Rhode Island? Iron Fist. <laughs> see, see, I, I, I'm offended. I'm offended by that. Of all the heroes, Iron Fist, Kung Fu, yeah. Kung Fu Hipster Man represents the Ocean State. Nah, I ain't feeling that, fam. I, don't, I ain't well, feeling that. A lot that. of them are. Let me see. Well, Captain America's Delaware. Iron, Iron Man's California. Thing is Michigan. Red Hulk is Nevada. Captain Marvel's Massachusetts. Regular Hulk is New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Who, who's Connecticut? Luke Cage is New York. Okay. Connecticut is. Uh, let me scroll through. Jersey, Miss Brock. Kamala Khan's Jersey. Spider-Man is New Hampshire. Connecticut. Hmm. Connecticut. Iron Fist. Yep, Iron Fist is Rhode Island. I'd rather we have... Black Widow's Connecticut. Black Widow's Connecticut. Okay, yeah, why can't we get Black Widow? I mean, I I, I would say I'd rather take Squirrel Girl than Iron Fist. Come on, Iron Fist ain't bad, <sighs> No, like... Like, I, I'm telling you, like, I, I watched three episodes of, of the first season of Iron Fist on Netflix, and I was done. I couldn't do any more. I just couldn't watch, watch it then read the com- Then read the comics. Are the comics good? With an open, open mind, because you're already, you go in there and you'll already be just shut down and just... I don't know, man. Like, Iron, the Iron Fist Netflix show, man, was, was bad. And like literally, if you watch when you watch the Defenders, his whole purpose was literally punching a wall underground. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, I, I, I can't, man. Yeah, make, make it make, make it make sense, y'all. Make it make sense. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I think I'm gonna collect those. But there's only 54, so I'll probably get through that one in a breeze. Hey, man, Florida. Oh, Florida man, damn. Yeah. And Florida Man, one of the greatest supervillains of our time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, okay. So yeah, so- sounds pretty cool. We got 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 a got a cool some some cool collections going on. Um oh, my collection is literally uh it's freaking ridiculous. Yeah. I will say I will say that, but I enjoy every minute of it. Mm. Now are you planning on selling some of your collections like not that? at all. Really? Not not even not more? at all. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Because like I've I I think I remember like I think it was like maybe like the late '90s or the early 2000s. That was like a big. I think it was something like a big comic book comic book bubble or a bus or something like that. And so many people tried to sell like rare editions, and it just like bottomed out because there were so many that were published that they weren't really worth anything. Yeah, but I mean now with great. You know, it's a good thing with the CGCs and stuff. Like, you can get more, but I, I have no intentions on um, selling them. Oh, and you know how they have the facsimile? I wanted to tell yeah. you this too, and I just didn't even think about it. But you know how Marvel has the facsimile editions? Yeah. Well, DC is doing the same thing as well. Okay. And the one that came out this week was, and I know I didn't put it. Up, I didn't put it up yet. I didn't. <laughs> 
Actually, okay, yeah, I did. And I don't know where to... No, it's actually right here. Don't you think it is... Oh, but here's a throwback for you. (laughs) Wow, The Rocketeer, the official movie (laughs) adaptation. (laughs) Dang. Yep, Detective Comics number 30... Oh, shit, my battery's dying. Detective Comics number 38. Okay, nice. First appearance of Robin. Oh, okay. That's pretty dope. Man, and I see that they're I like, mean... They only have like four, four bucks each. Yeah, so... Yeah, so like the facsimiles are only like four dollars each from what I've seen? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice. That's dope. Yeah. But... That's pretty much it on my end. Plus, my battery's dying. Yeah, yeah, same here. Um, I don't know if this video is gonna be saved, but at least we got the audio, so that's that's a plus. Um, yeah. Other than that, um, you got anything for us? Like a question of the week for our listeners? I really, uh, damn, question of the week. Look. What superhero would you defend like if you was getting paid for it? Okay. What superhero would, would I defend? Uh, oh, man. Man, that's a good question. Um, let me see. Dang, I, that's, that's actually kind of hard. Can't really think of any at the moment. Yeah, what you got? Spawn. Spawn? <laughs> yeah, you said Spawn? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah Spawn. Um, I know. I know Spawn's not, not as popular as his, as he was in his heyday, like uh, like in the '90s. But he's got his fans, you included. Number three, three, okay. He's pretty popular. He's still, he still is pretty popular. Yeah, I gotta say, like Spawn is, is kind of like the Simpsons of comics. They've been around for for a hot minute, and you would think that they were. Yeah. Um. Right now it's on three, like three oh six, but mm. Spawn is actually the it's it's the longest running independent comic ever. Wow. Hey, history made right there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't think of any heroes that I would... That's why I chose that one to get, uh, Yeah, I can't think of any heroes that I would defend. Yeah. Oh, what's that? You would defend Wonder Woman. I mean, Wonder Woman doesn't need defending because, like, I mean, she's really popular, as she should be. Like, people are starting to recognize her greatness, her glory, for she is limitless. So, you know, that's what's up. I'm glad more people have seen the light. greatness wrong. Greatness! Um, you know what? I'll I'll, I'll defend because of the movie. I'll defend Birds of Prey. Yeah, I'll defend the Birds of Prey movie because, damn it, Jim, it's better than Suicide Squad. It's not a floater. It is not a turd. It is not a floater. (laughs) That was great. That was great. Yeah. All right. So yeah, whatever. Yeah, what superhero would you defend like if you was getting paid for it? Let yeah. us know. Yeah, yeah, let us know in the in the comments or on social media. 
uh, Twitter, Codex Prime Cast, Instagram, at Codex Prime Podcast. Uh, you can find all of our episodes live on, on Facebook Live, um, SoundCloud, iTunes. Leave us hit, hit, hit us up with that five-star review. And uh, Spotify. Spotify, subscribe. Yes, please. And um, hopefully this, um, I believe this week, me and Brian will be doing another watch-along. Word. Uh you know what event. We know what event we're going to be covering, but this one, I think you guys will enjoy this one. Okay. I mean, I, I definitely had a ball in the last one. All right. Yeah. I'm looking, looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Oh, and by the way, before we sign off, um, I, I listened to your episode with uh, Chris Revel. That was really cool. Let's chat with Chris oh, Revel. Was it any different from when he was actually on the show? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's what made it cool. He was too. literally just talking. He just goes. Yeah, and that's what made it cool too. So I was like, man, this is this might as well be like a continuation of our last of our episode with him. I think it was. I think it was, and now he's waiting for you to get back on. He's waiting for you to get on. Yeah, I would like to. Yeah, because like the day we went on, it was like a bad time. It was like a lot of stuff going on at work. So yeah, I couldn't have joined in. Yeah, it was a shitty Thursday too. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like at some point, I like to link up with him and kind of get that going too. Yeah. All right, we'll make that happen. And I want yeah, and you would enjoy White Chair Writers Club too. Like mm. the the people that are just there, like casually there. It's like five bucks to be a member. Oh, word! That's what's up. Nice. But yeah, like, man. That's literally a cup of coffee. <laughs> oh yeah, indeed. But yeah, man. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it on my end. Um, that's that does it for our episode this week, our Skype edition of the Codex Prime podcast. Uh, tune in next week, where we're gonna have another Skype edition of the show of the show. Um, you know, hashtag social distancing and all that. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Thank you so much for listening. We will catch you on the flip. Peace out, nerds. Later.